0: Welcome home, I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist, and this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, cojourners. I am glad you're here for another week, another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. For our uh, audience members who are hard of hearing, or from our deaf community, I want to note for you that the podcast is also on YouTube and on YouTube, the closed caption and the transcription is there. And so I know some of you wrote to me about the sound and we are trying to make the sound as loud as possible. And I also want to make you aware for those who are listening on other platforms that the YouTube uh, version of the podcast has the closed caption. All right, we have a poetry submission this week. For those who are new, I invite you to write a poem about your homecoming journey and email it to me at homecomingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And today I'm reading a poem by Ayana Ellis and the poem is called, Out of Hiding. I've decided to face my fears, to feel them, to let them surround me, consume me, envelop me, nearly smother me. I've decided I'm not hiding anymore. I'm out of hiding now. I'm here, I'm present, I'm facing life head on. I've decided this deep down in my soul, And since I've made this decision, I've realized there wasn't much to be afraid of at all. There was just truth. There was me, all of me, with the capacity to love myself through it all. And that is the beauty I've been searching for, the amazing I've thirst after. The all I need. Ah, thank you, Ayana. I love your poem. And it is such a great reminder to us to face it, to face life, to face the truth, to face ourselves. To face life, to face truth, to face ourselves boldly, courageously, fully. I really, really love that poem and I look forward to reading you all's pieces. Thank you, a number of you have written and your poems are coming in the weeks to come. And today we're gonna talk about outlasting embarrassment. Outlasting embarrassment, coping with embarrassment, dealing with embarrassment. And embarrassment is an emotion that at some points in our lives, all of us experience. One of the unique aspects of embarrassment when we think about emotions is that it involves other people. So some emotions are solely internal uh, within yourself, but then there are other emotions like embarrassment or jealousy um, that are related Uh, to our experience with others. And so uh, it is one thing to make a mistake or to have a fall. It is another layer when there is an audience to that, when people are aware uh, to experience a uh, failure publicly, Uh, for uh, our experiences to be made known, um, either that people witness it or they hear about it later, or maybe you even share it with them or others have told them. And I know that embarrassment or humiliation can be very painful, that when you think about the times in your life that you have been embarrassed Along with it being a physical, I'm sorry, along with it being an emotional component, there is also the physical sensation. So you think about the symptoms that you may feel in your body when you're embarrassed, where you may feel that chest ache or your heart beating quickly. You might feel the perspiration, the sweating. You might feel it in the pit of your stomach your breathing might feel restricted, you might feel hot in the face, and uh, this sense of being exposed, uh, this sense of people knowing things about you or experiences about you that uh, you would have preferred to stay hidden. And that is why Ayana's poem so connects with us this week of coming out of hiding and facing the truth, right? And the truth is uh, that we have all, everyone I'm going to say, listening to this podcast has at some point dealt with being embarrassed. And it may be that you did things that embarrassed yourself. It may be that you were embarrassed by someone else's behavior that you were with. And a part of it can also be Uh, not even in intentional action, um, but people also experience embarrassment for not knowing. So it may not be that you actively did something, but if you've ever been in a circumstance and it felt like everybody knew something except for you, that can also be a source of embarrassment. But on the journey home, our key is we do not want The challenges, the roadblocks, the barriers to send us in retreat mode. We don't want to go back to dysfunction. We don't want to go back to hiding from ourselves, hiding from life, hiding from truth. And so we want to be equipped for when the embarrassment or the humiliation happens, how do I continue on my journey of healing? how do I continue on my journey home to myself? And this is so important. Us being mindful that not only are you healing from embarrassments of your past and perhaps of your present, but the truth is, as long as you keep living, it is likely, it is possible, that there will be moments of embarrassment in your future. So even if you're not currently in that season, the tips and strategies for framing your experience uh, that I share during this episode, I invite you to tuck away for a rainy day because we know as the song and saying goes into every life, some rain must fall. And so uh, for those moments where we feel uh, horrified, where we feel exposed, embarrassed, humiliated, for us to breathe and recognize first that it is a very human response. And so we can give ourselves grace, compassion, tenderness, permission, give yourself grace, compassion, tenderness, permission, permission to feel what you feel. And so one of the things we have noted several times on this journey is when we judge ourselves harshly for having emotions, we add extra load, extra weight, extra difficulty to our own back's. And so I want to alleviate the weight of judgment and give myself grace and compassion for the feeling of embarrassment, for the very real human feeling of humiliation. And so uh, it is an important aspect of our journey to know that our feelings give us information about ourselves. And so I can then reflect on what was it about what happened that was particularly embarrassing to me? What is it that I believe it revealed about me or my life or my family or my journey or my ability? What is it specifically that I feel was exposed By that experience. And so I take that embarrassment as a flashlight to see myself. I utilize the embarrassment, the humiliation to tune in to me, to see the truth about what is important to me and what I believe the meaning of the event was. What do I believe it means? And what do I assume others will mean, will will believe that it means about me, yes? And so the humiliation, like all emotion, gives you access to your own mind. It gives you access to your emotional life. It gives you access to the ways in which you experience and interpret things. And so you want to give yourself permission and compassion without judgment to feel what you feel. And then you want to allow that feeling to tell you something. And some people will stop at a very surface level and say, well, you know, of course I'm embarrassed because it's embarrassing. Yes, okay, I hear that. And now let's dig a little deeper. What about it specifically embarrasses you? Because uh, sometimes we can have the same experience, but the aspect of it that hits us may be different from person to person or what we believe it means or what we assume people will think uh, and which people we are concerned about knowing some things uh, interestingly, some experiences that you have, you know, your bestie, maybe your best best friend, if they knew you perhaps wouldn't be so embarrassed. Um, or maybe because they are your best friend, you would be even more embarrassed uh, that they know this about you. So really considering what is the behavior, what is the meaning, and to who, right? To who, to me? to someone else, to which other people am I having this uh, intense concern about, right? And then an important revelation around embarrassment is to feel it, is to have an emotion related to the past, right? Whatever you are embarrassed about already happened even if it was five minutes ago, right? (laughs) Whatever you are embarrassed about already happened. And so we want to really center in on the reality that my past does not have to dictate my present, that my past is a part of my journey. It is a part of my story, but it does not have to be the totality of my story the fullness of my story, it does not capture all that I am. And so I put the past in the past. Yes. Now I know for some, the challenge may be that people are just discovering your past in the present, right? So then their reaction is very much in the present, but the event is actually in your past. And so you want to really experience and explore the freedom that comes with the awareness the consciousness raising that I am more than my past and however big however heavy however deep however wide that past is that I am more than my past i wonder if you can just declare that to yourself on today I am more. I am more than my past. And my past does not have the final say on my present. Yes. And so we give ourselves permission to feel it. We take information and wisdom and knowledge about ourselves as we explore the feeling. And then we recognize that the events that are sparking the feeling. We're already in our yesterday, however recent that was, that it is not uh, the fullness of my present. Another important piece with embarrassment that can be helpful is to break silence and actually to name it, to talk about it, because what gives embarrassment extra weight uh, can be the feeling that it is too much to even speak, right? That it is that saying it will even increase the embarrassment. But the reality is as I shatter silence and shatter shame and begin to tell my own story, I take my power back, I retrieve my agency, I reoccupy my life, that I am not uh, a victim or merely a victim of what happened yesterday, but I own it today, right? I own the part of it uh, that is true today. And so uh, when I seek to gain my agency and voice back to just consider what it would be like to talk to someone about the aspects of your life that are so embarrassing. You know, what would it be like to tell a friend, to tell a family member, to tell a therapist, to tell someone about the things that you wish people didn't know. And as we tell it, uh, sometimes, oftentimes you will discover you're not the only one. You know, a part of what feels so embarrassing sometimes is the belief that everybody else is like living these perfected lives and that you are the only one uh, making mistakes, that you are the only one um, that has done some outrageous or ridiculous things. You are uh, believing that your uh, faults, failings, imperfections, flaws are unique only to you. And a part of our collective silence perpetuates this lie, right? Uh, It's like when people say on social media, you only share your good news. And then people are startled when people share their failures or disappointments or their embarrassing moments. And there is a liberation that comes when I can speak the things I thought I would never talk about. And I know some of you on today are in that place right now of hoping people don't know or don't find out or just trying to skip forward to the future, to jump over it, to leap over it. And I want to invite you to consider breaking your silence. I want to invite you to consider sharing your story in safe places, whether these are minor embarrassments or humiliations, or whether they are major life events. Uh, To be able to give it voice will start to break the embarrassment off of your spirit, off of your heart. To be able to give voice to what you are feeling, thinking, experiencing will give you uh, your sense of empowerment to now own the story instead of the story owning you. And depending on what the source of the embarrassment is, some of you may even get to the point where you can find humor in the story. Not every event, but some of you have lived long enough that, that you are aware of things you can laugh at today that were devastating in the moment. I mean, like sincerely, where you felt like this is horrible. This is terrible. This is like the end of the world. And I can't believe I did that. I'm so embarrassed I went through that. And then you get to, for some people in some events, get to a place where you can look back uh, and smile at yourself, even for some of us, laugh at yourself that you can uh, look at the experience of what you knew then versus what you know now. And there is a greater lightness in you, in your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, as you reflect it. And that could only come from outliving it and outlasting it by being able uh, to grieve it, to regret it, to be frustrated by it, to wrestle with it. And then on the other side of that, to experience the load of it, the weight of it, actually getting lighter and getting uh, lifted in a lot of ways if I can get through it. And so one of the pieces that is helpful is to think about your past embarrassments. You know, think about those moments where you were absolutely uh, um, humiliated whether that was on a playground or in your house on a job walking down the street on a date uh, wherever those past moments were that you outlasted and many of you will say like and I never want to go back to that day again and I or that season again and I get that and at the same time We recognize from solutions-focused therapy that I look at the tools, the strategies, the mindset that helped me to outlast my past embarrassments so that I can apply them in my present and know that this too will pass, that this too will pass. And then it is important to get back to living. Sometimes once we have experienced embarrassment, we never uh, want to try anything similar again. And so if you went back to school and then you were embarrassed because it didn't work out or you didn't get a good grade, you may say, oh my gosh, I'm so humiliated by that grade or by that experience that I'm never going back again. Or some people you were dating, And then the relationship ended badly and perhaps publicly. And so that was embarrassing. Getting your heart broken publicly can be embarrassing. So you say, I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to risk that again. Or uh, some people, you may have gone uh, for a job interview And you went and it was clear the questions were like way over your head and you don't even know why you thought you would be qualified for this. And so it's so embarrassing. And you say, you know, forget it. I'm not going to try anymore. Or for some of you, you experience people throwing your past in your face. And so, you know, you have lived through some things. You have had some experiences. And, uh, then when people found out, Even though it was in your past, uh, they brought it up in such a way that was embarrassing or humiliating. So you may say, forget it. I'm not dealing with people. I'm not going to try. I'm going to isolate myself. And all of those things give the event and the embarrassment the final say. And I want to invite you to reclaim your life, to give yourself permission to try it again even afraid right afraid of the embarrassment afraid of the same thing happening again but to commit to yourself that your work worth it that your life is worth it that purpose is worth it that love is worth it that you know really the abundant life the full life requires that I break through the barriers, even the barriers of my own thinking and the barriers of other people's thinking. That people based on my past may create stigma, stereotype, try to box me in, and uh, or, you know, can put forth serious effort and roadblocks to your possibility. And it is for you to really determine that as heavy and as embarrassing and as humiliating as those moments and seasons and events were, I have decided to reclaim myself and to give myself the gift of another beginning, of a fresh start, of a clean slate. I have decided to give that to myself and I invite you to give yourself that gift of going forward again, of re-engaging again, of stepping back into the gift of life again. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.